0: Hello and welcome back. You guys are still here and I'm super grateful for that. So thank you for coming back to another episode of the Effortless Man podcast. Today we'll be talking about something I guess on the realms of beneficial plant compounds and it's something that I want to talk about because it's something that I take every day pretty much for the last 10 months or so and it's been proven to be quite beneficial and there's a lot of scientific research to back that up. This podcast is all about sharing value and knowledge as much as possible and this is something that I want to share with you guys. And this special plant compound as we get into it is known as lion's mane mushroom And it's been shown to support brain health, alleviate the symptoms of neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, increases neurogenesis and boosts your mood and focus. So there's many, many health benefits uh, when it comes to this particular mushroom, which we'll, uh, I guess, dwell a bit deeper into as we get into the episode. So stay tuned for that. Some of the things I will talk about is the history of it, the the way it works in the brain, what it does and also how to take it, how much to take. Also, some of the things to look for when you're looking for a high-quality lion's mane supplement. So, stay tuned for that. That will be covered in the episode And as mentioned previously, the format of the podcast is that on alternating weeks, I want to do, I guess, a solo episode like this where I just talk about an interesting compound or topic that I'm interested in or uh, currently researching or know about so that I guess we can dwell really specifically into that topic. And then on the other weeks, I will endeavor to find an interesting guest, someone with a story, someone with an expertise in a certain area that I think will fit in along the lines of the ethos of The Effortless Man and I'll have them on the podcast to talk about their experiences, their story and pretty much learning lessons and anything that we as a collective, me, you, anyone that's listening are able to take away from that. And if you haven't already, please head over to the iTunes store or wherever you're listening to this podcast on and give it a five-star rating and review. I would really, really appreciate that from the bottom of my heart just because this podcast show is still new and anything like a rating or review or any support you can show will really, really help to get this show out there and increase the exposure and get more information to more people. Also, by doing so, you get to enter into the competition that I'm currently running, which is for 30 days. So, it's already started and it will finish on the 23rd of November and that's pretty much as anyone that's written a review on the podcast will go into a draw to win 60-minute Skype call, video consultation with myself, where you can ask absolutely anything you want, any topics that we covered already, anything that you're curious about, anything that you're experiencing in your life that you want my input on, absolutely whatever. Or you just want to tell me how cute your dog is, or the troubles that you're going through with raising a child, whatever. So go over to iTunes store, write a review. It doesn't have to be super schmancy or anything like that, just something short. I would really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart and you automatically go in to the drawer to win the 60-minute Skype call video consultation with myself at the value of $200. Alright, without further ado, let's get right into this episode and talk about all things beneficial plant compounds. So, welcome back. So, as you know, today we'll be talking about a particular plant compound, more specifically a beneficial mushroom called lion's mane mushroom. You may or may not have heard of it before. It goes by other names such as Herusium erinaceus, which is its scientific name, uh, also known as Yamabushitake Hedgehog mushroom, monkey's head mushroom, and pom pom blanc, uh, just because it looks like a pom pom. So, like I said, I've been taking this lion's mane for upwards of maybe 10 months or so now. So, I've definitely taken this compound long enough to experience the benefits and in some respect have enough credibility to be able to talk about it from a personal experience. But the thing that I want to go initially into is that I first became interested in this sort of compound or in cognitive brain boosting ability of lion's mane uh, mainly through the The movie Limitless which you've seen is pretty much a movie on a nootropics that pretty much changes this guy's life and for someone that's I guess grown up with or been diagnosed with ADHD um, my goal has always been to do whatever I can to optimize my brain and my cognitive function so that's all I guess been sort of my personal quest in the last couple of years has to been really really hone in on that and see how I can make the most of this condition and somewhat mitigate it so that it doesn't affect my life in, in any, any way possible. So that's where I sort of looked into the beneficial plant compound that is lion's mane just because it's been shown to boost mood, be neuroprotective, like protect against cognitive decline, like Alzheimer's, boost memory, support optimal immunity, reduce anxiety and improve focus. So all these pretty much beneficial nootropic effect of this compound got me highly, highly interested in it and got me to research and look into it uh, much, much further. And all these benefits are done via the pathway where the synthesis and the increase of two particular compounds. And those compounds are NGF which is nerve growth factor which is important for the central survival and development of the neurons in the brain and also BDNF which is brain derived neurotrophic factor. And NGF and BNF are proteins and peptides that stimulate the productions of new cells and strengthen existing ones. So NGF plays an important role in forming uh, the myelin which is the sheaf around the nerve cells that helps the brain cells do their job and BDNF increases brain plasticity which helps your brain cells stay resilient in the face of stress or aging. So, here's a funny story. So, when I was first looking into the the health benefits of medicinal mushrooms such as lion's mane, I put a little, I guess, thing out on my Instagram story to say if anyone knew anything about medicinal mushrooms. And to my surprise, quite a few people have gotten back to me, but they were talking about the other types of mushroom, which is the magic mushrooms, the psychoactive type of mushrooms. But nevertheless, uh, it sparked an in interesting conversations with a few people, and sort of, I guess, further expanded my curiosity into the realms of the psychoactive type of mushrooms and psychedelics. And if you haven't already listened, uh, listen to the the second episode on psychedelics with Adam Zacks. And that was purely spawned from my initial conversations with a few people who were, I guess, mistaken my interest in medicinal mushroom for the psychedelic kinds. So, let's get into the nitty-gritty and history of Lion's Mane so that you sort of have a brief understanding of where it all started and the background of such a beneficial compound. So, it seems like it's been used in traditional Chinese medicine for thousands of years now, particularly in China and Japan and more so now more worldwide now that it's becoming more well-known. So it was actually made popular or discovered by a Japanese researcher named Kawagishi um, that was interested in it for its neuroprotective and neuroregenerative benefits, particularly in helping quell diseases such as Alzheimer's and dementias. So the lion's mane pretty much grows on dead broadleaf trees and logs, um, normally in North America, Europe and different parts of Asia. It looks like a mane of a lion, hence lion's mane. It's long, white and shaggy. It resembles a spongy neuronal tissue just like the brain. And often, depending on who you speak to, some people believe in nature that plants provide visual cues to things that they may benefit or are good for. So, if you believe in this, then obviously, the lion's mane looks like a brain and therefore, that's why it is good for all things brain health. So, lion's mane is used both for food and medicinal and more so as a nootropic nowadays, by self-experimenters, corporate executives, biohackers alike, students, or pretty much anyone that wants to boost their brain power or capabilities. There are around 14,000 species of mushrooms, which includes approximately 2,000 edible mushrooms and 200 mushrooms with a potential as functional foods. Hericium erinaceus, which is lion's mane, is one of those 200 mushrooms. And mushrooms are naturally rich in proteins, fiber, carbohydrates, vitamins, and minerals, and are low in calories and fats. Our main interest in lion's mane, or my main interest in lion's mane, is for its brain boosting and cognitive benefits. But one of the the main benefits of lion's mane and other medicinal mushrooms is it's for its immune modulation and it's something that has been used for that particular purpose uh, medicinally in, in China for thousands of years. And one of the main compounds that's responsible for that is a um, compound called uh, beta-glucans. And beta-glucans help to modulate the immune system. So they're known as an immune modulator better glucans will ingest it will come down and pretty much hit certain receptor sites in the intestines and turn on the immune cells so producing more immune cells to counter any pathogens or viruses that are trying to compromise the body and that's pretty much the primary role of mushrooms in general and you can get those benefits from eating mushroom as well they don't necessarily have to be supplemented Even the ones that you eat at the the supermarket, the the button mushrooms, the Swiss brown mushrooms, they all contain the beneficial beta-glucans and so it doesn't have to be supplemented. So really one thing to take away from this so far is that mushroom is seen as a premier food as a medicine. Like sometimes it's, it's even been known to be the poor man's meat. So, if you think about it from a holistic standpoint, pretty much the basis to our health is the food and nutrients that we put in the body and mushroom is one of those salubrious foods that should pretty much be included in every diet. So, we should be eating our mushrooms just because of all those aforementioned benefits already. So, as we can see already that there is many, many touted health benefits from ingesting such a salubrious plant compound that is lion's mane. But don't take my word for it, let's dive into some of the research studies that has been proven efficacious in the, the benefits that are purported from the Heuricium erinaceus lion's mane mushroom. So, there was a clinical trial conducted in order to assess how lion's mane can positively impact humans that have mild cognitive impairment, pretty much a condition that is known to precede Alzheimer's disease. In a 2008 double blind parallel group placebo controlled trial, which was performed on 50 to 80 year old Japanese men and women diagnosed with mild cognitive impairment, in order to examine the efficacy of oral administration of lion's mane mushroom. So the 30 subjects were randomized into two 15-person groups and one of which was given lion's mane and the other was given a placebo. The subject of the lion's mane group took about four 250-milligram tablets of lion's mane powder three times a day for 16 weeks. So at weeks eight, 12 and 16 of the trial, the lion's mane group showed significantly increased scores on the cognitive function scale compared with the placebo group. The lion's mane group scores increased with the duration of the intake. So the laboratory tests showed no adverse effect on lion's mane intake. The results obtained in this study suggest that lion's mane is effective in improving mild cognitive impairment. So another really interesting study is pretty much the effects of lion's mane on the reduction of depression and anxiety in menopausal women. So the study in 2010 where researchers examined the effects of lion's mane on 30 menopausal women over a four-week period. The participants were randomly divided into two groups, the lion's mane group and the placebo group. And they received either cookies with lion's mane or placebo cookies for four weeks. So the participants were told to eat four cookies per day and at any point during the day. So it doesn't matter, I guess, with your intake of lion's mane as to when it is. Or this study will prove that is not as important just as long as it's ingested throughout the day. At the end of the five weeks, the lion's mane group reported pretty much a decrease in anxiety and depression symptoms so this shows us that if you want to boost your mood and feel happier or better lion's mane is a very beneficial compound to to look into and to potentially take if that fits the bill and why would you want to be in a better mood and happier because when you are happy you are creative and you are vibrant and you're putting out all these good vibes to the world, you're just a better person and when you're depressed and you've got anxiety, you're this withdrawn person and you don't want to speak to anyone and in terms of the value that you're able to put out there is reduced because all you're worrying about is battling your own mind. So such a powerful compound such as lion's mane that can have these profound effects on these people, it's definitely a compound that's worth taking the time to consider and doing some reading and research into yourself. So on that, we've got another really, really exciting, also interesting experiment which was done on mice. So in this other experiment, A different mouse model was characterized by deficits in learning and memory was used in order to assess the extent to which lion's mane can eliminate cognitive impairments in five weeks old male mice. So the mice was on the the diet containing lion's mane for a span of 23 days. On day 7 and day 14, the mice received an injection of amyloid peptide which is a neurotoxin in order to induce the learning and memory deficits that they were trying to observe. The control group had the amyloid peptide induced uh, memory deficits but simply did not receive the lion's mane. So on day 21 of the experiment, the mice were subjected to the Y-Maze test. So typically placed in the maze, the mice are expected to enter one of the maze's arms which they have not entered before. So in this experiment, the alternation behavior measured in the control group which was the group that were injected with the neurotoxin, the amyloid B peptide, significantly decreased but those receiving the lion's mane did not have such a dramatic decrease in the alternation behavior and the improvement verged on significance. So, the results in this uh, study revealed that lion's mane prevented impairments of spatial short-term and visual recognition memory induced by the neurotoxin amyloid B-peptide. And so, what we can find from this study is that lion's mane may be useful in the prevention of cognitive dysfunction. So, it just goes to show that pretty much as we age, what happens is that we get these accumulation of these amyloid plaques in the hippocampus in the brain and what these amyloid plaques is that they interrupt these are these are the proteins that interrupt and prevent the efficient neurotransmission between the the nerve cells or the brain cells. And so to have something so significant that able to I guess eradicate and also mitigate that effect of the amyloid plaque is. Incredible, it's like one of the things that people are trying to find right now in terms of doing research in Alzheimer's and dementias. And you hear you have just a simple plant compound, a fungi that can exert those benefits that can defend someone against such um, neurodegenerative disease and to get on a more scientific level is what it does is not just increases the nerve growth factor or the BDNF, it increases myelination. So what myelination is the regeneration of myelin on the axons of the nerves and myelin is pretty much an insulating layer or the sheath that forms around the nerves, um, you could imagine that which including those in the brain and spinal cord. It is made up of proteins and fatty substances. And the myelin sheaf, which is the protective layer, allows electrical impulses to transmit quickly and efficiently along the nerve cells. So, with the increase in myelination and the regeneration and repair of the myelin sheaf, this helps the cells to communicate more efficiently and more faster. So what does that mean? Quicker recall and processing of information, particularly for anyone that wants to improve their memory for study and tests and things like that. On the opposite end, you have demyelination which is what happens when we age and through our diet of specific foods. And what the demyelination of neurons is occurs in the neurons and it's interrupted by the amyloid plaques that builds up that prevents the neurotransmission which I spoke about before. So what does that mean for you? Practically improve memory, boosts your focus, your mood. It has neuroprotective properties and it also supports better mood in terms of anxiety and depression and also optimal immunity. And just based on immunity, there's actually quite a interesting research on mice and the salmonella bacteria. So in this particular study, it showed that the lion's mane mushroom had no direct antibacterial effect on the salmonella bacteria. However, the mice that was infected with the salmonella actually lived longer when they were treated with the lion's mane mushroom. So what this means is that the lion's mane extract was working by stimulating the immune system of the mice. So that's just incredibly crazy and beneficial to show and prove that what this can do for our immune system and like I said before. Mushrooms have been known to be big plays in the immune modulator space and not just saying that you have to consume mushrooms to increase competency of your immune system, two other things that you can do which I've uh, mentioned previously already is that fasting and calorie restriction is the two other interventions that has been shown to increase immunocompetence and therefore helping the body fight off pathogens and disease. So those two things are free, they don't cost a single cent, but if you wanna go further and I guess have a synergistic effect, then ingesting of a high quality lion's mane mushroom extract is something that you might wanna consider as well. All right, so with that all being said, let's get into how how do you take Lion's Mane, the dosages and so forth because it's great to have all this information but let's get into the implementable steps and instructions in terms of how you can take it and how much and so forth. For me, 1 to 1.5 grams per day seems to be the most efficacious dose and this is referring to what's been seen in the studies and has been seen to be the safe upper limit of lion's mane. So that works out to be a quarter to a half a teaspoon or if you want to be super precise, then you can use a micro scale just to be super accurate and you can take it in any of which way you want. There's a few forms so you can get it in the powder You can get it in an extract form and you can get it in capsules. So obviously, the powdered extract is going to be the most cost efficient and the capsules is going to be a bit more costly. How you can take it, you can just mix it in some warm water, you can mix it in juice. I haven't done the whole juice or warm water thing since the very start, since I've started taking Lion's Mane, all I've done is mix it in my morning coffee and that seems to go down just okay. So, in the morning when you're making your coffee, just pop, you know, a quarter teaspoon or half teaspoon of the Lion's Mane into there, mix it up. To be honest, you can't really taste it that much at all. You can taste it and identify the flavors if you were eating it or ingesting it separately but in the coffee it's sort of blended with all the the, the beautiful flavors of the coffee and sort of somewhat complements it if you ask me. And I guess some sort of things that you want to avoid is obviously don't take this if you have a mushroom allergy. I guess that goes without saying. So I don't know anyone that has a mushroom allergy, but obviously if you do then being a mushroom or being a fungi, it may have some sort of adverse effect on your body. And also something that a world-renowned mycologist, which is someone that studies mushroom, Paul Stamets, has theorized in terms of how to take lion's mane is to stack it with niacin, which is vitamin B3. And he says that it will help to drive the neurogenic effects of the urinacines and the which are the two compounds that has been shown to exert the beneficial effect of the lion's mane and he said that this will help to drive the neurogenic benefits of these two compounds to the peripheral nervous system and therefore really uh, accentuating the effects of the lion's mane. So yeah, keep that in mind if you want to take it to the next level. Maybe stack it with some lion, sorry, with some niacin, which is vitamin B three, and that's I guess said to. It's only hypothesized to drive that effect and really amplify it further. And if you're looking for I guess a beneficial, a high quality lion's mane product, I'll give you a few key tips to look out for when you're purchasing uh, your product. Start off with the first one, you want to make sure that it is dual extracted. So what that means is there's a few different extraction method, can be done via alcohol or via hot water extracted and with each extraction method, there's different compounds that are extracted from the lion's mane mushroom or any compound for that matter. So you want to make sure you get a broad spectrum of all the compounds that's been extracted from it, so not just one or the other. Uh, Therefore, it's beneficial or recommended to get a a product that is uh, classified as dual extracted, which is uh, normally via alcohol and hot water extracted. Make sure also that the product has no added grains, fillers, starch or mycelium And that's made from uh, hopefully 100% of the fruiting body. What the mycelium is, is pretty much the root system of the mushroom which is is grown on. And the mycelium, uh, the the function of that is to decompose organic matter like leaves, twigs and logs in the wild. So what companies do and why you don't want any sort of mycelium or myceliated grain in the mushroom product because a lot of companies, especially in the US, will grow the mycelium which is the root system of the mushroom in a lab on sterilized grain like oats and rice. They then inoculate that grain with the live mycelium and once the mycelium grows through the grain, it is then dried ground into a powder and sold as a mushroom extract. So, really two things that is wrong with this. Firstly, is that they're not taking the grain out of the end product. So, you're essentially getting some sort of rice or oats, not the actual mushroom product. And therefore, it is not gluten-free. So, if you are trying to avoid uh, gluten or gluten, or I guess subsisting on a celiac or gluten-free diet. It is definitely not paleo. So for all those paleo people out there, because it contains the grains that you do not want to consume as a person following a paleo diet. And secondly, you're not getting any mushrooms. You're practically getting myceliated grain. So you're getting just ground up grain that's been, I guess, decomposed by the mushroom's mycelium. I hope I haven't confused you there and that makes some sort of sense. So anyways, to to recap, make sure that it's pretty much 100% fruiting body or close to 100% and doesn't contain any mycelium or myceliated grain. And a lot of companies will, will try to get you on this and there's a misconception on the packaging with pictures of the beautiful mushroom but when you look at the back, it says grown or cultured on oats or rice. So that's definitely something you want to avoid just because that is super cheap and you're actually not getting what you're paying for which is the mushroom, the fruiting body. You are not paying for oats or rice, ground up. And Obviously, you want to look for the product with the highest beneficial compounds possible. So you want to look for pretty much anywhere that says that it's high in bitter glucan content and low in starch. Pretty much low in starch because mushrooms don't really contain any starch at all. Any starch is from any potential contamination of grains Um, like we mentioned the oats or rice and so yeah, so you really want a product that has high beta-glucan content and low starch and make sure I guess that it probably has some sort of testing to prove and elucidate the beta-glucan content of that mushroom product. Obviously, you want to buy local where possible with anything to minimize environmental damage via uh, shipping from long distances. I've got a company in mind that I will put in the show notes. I'm just in contact with them right now to see if I can offer you guys a specific discount code but any companies or anything like that that I recommend below that fulfills all these criteria change from time to time so always check back I guess to keep updated with my most recent up-to-date recommendations just because companies can change their products and their ethos throughout time and uh, their products can change for the worse. So, I won't name what that company is just yet, I'll just confirm a few details and if it's all adds up, then I will include that in the show notes for you guys to purchase. And also, be sure to buy organic or while crafted where as possible. This is super, super important to ensure that you're getting the best quality product. Like I said, I will recommend a reliable source in the show notes and hopefully offer you guys a discount code as well. So check out the show notes to have access to that. Alright, welcome back guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode talking about all things on this beneficial compound that is lion's mane mushroom. If you haven't been exposed to the world of medicinal mushroom before, I really hope that that was a good intro into that and that I haven't confused you with all the mushroom terminology and all the scientific wording. If you found that Highly interesting, I would recommend you do some further research and reading into it so that you can understand a bit more. I always find that it's helpful to do some additional research yourself. That way, you have a better grasp of, I guess, what I've talked about and maybe then you'll be comfortable in trying such a compound. Obviously, if you found that very beneficial and that someone might be interested, please share this episode with them. I would really appreciate it. And if you haven't already, please head over to the iTunes store, give this a rating and a review and that way you are automatically entered into the competition that's running from now all the way until the 23rd of November where you get to win a free 60-minute Skype call or video consultation with myself to ask anything you want. Anyways, hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I really appreciate you and I will catch you on the next one.